Oh, good day, everybody, and welcome back. My name's Frankie Walnut. I was born when my mother gave birth to me, and I've lived all my life so far. I grew up in a tiny little town called Clintonvale. At least it was tiny until the great hormone boom of 86. But when we first moved there, it was really just my family and the Austins, our neighbours, who lived half a K up the road from us. My granddad first moved to Clintonvale after he got back from Vietnam. He wasn't fighting in Vietnam, just partying. He was partying to drown out the noise in his head from all the wars he'd fought in. He was in the big one, you know, World War II. Or as he called it, Adolf Hitler's lengthy murder-suicide. Granddad bought the house in Clintonvale cheap off the government because it used to be a school before they shut it down. As the Premier of the State of Queensland at that time said, I left school in Grade 1 and now I'm a billionaire. The Premier's name then was Sir Gary Mulligan. He wore medals and a captain's hat and owned the first ever karaoke machine in Australia. It cost him $850,000 and took up an entire room in his house. You could tell whenever Sir Gary was having a party because all their lights would flicker while hundreds of k's away the valves in his karaoke machine warmed up. Sometimes it would drain the power grid and our whole region would have blackouts. My dad would march around the house bumping into chairs and cursing the government, but Grandad loved Sir Gary and would defend him to the death. It's the business of statesmanship, Ronnie. It's part of his charter as Premier. Just imagine, right now he's probably singing Mac the Knife to the President of the Philippines. I sat in the dark and marvelled about this amazing country over the ocean where everyone was called Philip. We went to live in Clintonvale when I was still little. My earliest memory of there is all the cats we had. Mum tells me we had 38 in total at one point. It started with one stray we found called Rodney Marsh. Rodney Marsh turned out to be a girl cat who was pregnant and gave birth to Dennis Lilly, another girl cat, Jeff Thompson, Kepler Wessels and Jacko. They were all girls. My favourites were the ginger cat Brocky and a black tomcat we called Dick Johnson because he had a massive dick. My dad had lost his job at the Ellera State Library because of staff cutbacks. As Sir Gary Mulligan said, I can't read a word, but I'm the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> Just look at my wife. My granddad had to agree. She was a handsome lady. Mum had left her job shortly after her and dad got busted having a route in a bus there. Now they were broke, and granddad said we could all come and live with him. Dad could help run the farm. My dad was the worst farmer there ever was. Animals loved to bite him. Not in an angry way, they just seemed to really enjoy it. Once he was bitten by two horses, a rat and a mosquito all at the same time. Grandad was not amused. He said Dad was bloody hopeless and he had hands softer than Liberace's hemorrhoids cushion. It was pretty good living in an old country school. You always had a seat to sit in and a desk to go with it. In fact, we had 20 to choose from because Grandad's living room was just the old classroom. He hadn't changed a thing. And boy, did we spend a lot of evenings playing hangman on the blackboard. As for luxury, well, Grandad's place had all the mod comps. Drinking fountains, an undercover games area, and separate boys' and girls' toilets, even though it was a long walk up to the back of the school grounds in winter. My bedroom was an old office supplies cupboard, and it smelled really strongly like this purple ink they used for handouts in the 80s. Kind of like a combination of new luggage and nail polish. 
I actually loved the smell. I found that when I got upset or scared during one of the karaoke blackouts, I could just go to my room and take a few deep breaths and everything would seem a bit better. Although once I really overdid it and I saw the giant disembodied head of the man on the Forex logo. He was just floating above my paisley doona and glowing. He kept winking at me and going, G'day. 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 No wonder my favourite beer is not Forex. The second building on Grandad's property was the old library, and it still had all the books in it. Although it was a bit stinky because Grandad kept the pigs there. They'd eaten most of the books on the lower shelves and seemed to be working their way through the reference section, but I noticed they weren't really that into fiction. I managed to rescue nearly the whole set of the World Book Encyclopedia from out of the mud in the pig library. I let them dry out in the sun, and there were 24 volumes in all, and I'd ferry them from our house into a hidden clearing among some stinking Roger weeds and spend whole afternoons reading them and looking at the pictures. Oh, I love those books. Mum saw that there were pages missing. You know, they'd been eaten or water damaged, you know. Or So she got some paper and she wrote her own little entries to fill in the gaps for me and then glued it in. For example, in volume 12, the L volume, the entries between the words Lichtenstein and Lupus were missing. So Mum wrote as many as she could think of to fill it up and drew little pictures in there. Under liposuction, she wrote, Liposuction is when rich ladies get their fat sucked out of their guts. See Woman's Weekly magazine in Female Toilets, page 27. Anyway, I went and found a Woman's Weekly in the Female Toilets like Mum had written. And sure enough, there was an article about the soap star Rita McTavish and her lipo tummy tuck. In Mum's handwriting under Rita McTavish's photo, it said, Rita McTavish, CTV Guide, Grandad's Desk Drawer. So I went back into the house and near to Grandad's Desk Drawer, and sure enough, there was Grandad's TV Guide with a cover story about Rita McTavish. The article talked about Rita's struggle with overeating, bulimia and body image, and also how she was releasing a new line of diet shakes that got their protein from the organs of this cute little animal in the Andes. I think it's extinct now. Anyway, Mum had underlined a whole heap of different words in the article and then drawn arrows to the notes of where I could find more info about each word. Under the word vegetables, she'd written C. Yates Gardening Guide, Chapter 4. Under the word heartbreak, she'd written C. Mills and Boone, Page 87. And under the word vomit, she'd written C. Dad, Late Saturday Night. I went from one book to another, and in each of the books I went to, she'd underline more words and more things I needed to look up. This went on for the whole afternoon, until somehow after hours I found myself sitting watching one of our cats stretching and yawning, and I couldn't stop laughing. I wanted to share this with everyone else too, so I called out, Mum, Dad, Shaney, Grandad, come and have a look at this. They came over and looked at the cats. After a bit, Dad said, I like dogs better. Mum laughed out loud. Grandad said, I don't understand. And Shaney just said, gay. I wanted to tell you this story because today I was surfing the internet and I typed something into Wikipedia and it led me to this BuzzFeed celebrity gossip which led me on to about six other pages and after a while I just ended up watching videos of funny cats on YouTube. And I had this deja vu and suddenly realised my mum had invented the internet in 1983. 
So, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you've had a wonderful week. Uh, I've had a great week. I used a whole roll of gaffer tape this week, and that's an achievement. So, uh, until next time, take care, and uh, well, goodbye. Bye, everyone.